This is NLPS Ed Talks, a podcast brought to you by Nanaimo Ladysmith Public Schools. I'm Dale Burgos, the Executive Director of Communications, and I'll be sharing conversations with students, staff, and friends of the district. We'll learn, we'll laugh, we may cry, but most importantly, we'll share the unique stories of individuals that work and play in our school system. Nanaimo Ladysmith Public Schools is one of many school districts in British Columbia, Canada, and is centrally located in one of the most beautiful places in the world, Vancouver Island. Thanks for joining us. Artificial intelligence refers to the development of computer systems that can perform tasks that would typically require human intelligence, such as visual perception, speech recognition, decision-making, and language translation. ChatGPT is a large language model that uses natural language processing and machine learning to generate human-like responses to text-based inputs. AI and language models like ChatGPT have many practical applications in our daily lives, from virtual assistants like Siri and Alexa to personalized recommendations on Netflix and Amazon. They also have the potential to revolutionize industries such as healthcare, finance, and transportation by automating repetitive tasks and providing valuable insights. Good day, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the NLPS Ed Talks podcast. That opening remark that I just shared with you, I actually went on to ChatGPT and asked uh, what I should say at at the opening of my podcast, and it was a bit of an introduction uh, into uh, AI and ChatGPT in specific. My guest today, very excited, first time on the NLPS Ed Ed Talks podcast is Zad Merchant. He is our director of IT. Hello. Hi, Dale. Good day, sir. Um, I, I'm excited to have you on here, as as I always am. I'm excited to have guests on the podcast. Uh, and this one in particular is something top of mind, very timely, and uh, and I thought it would be good to have you on here to chat about it. Yeah, I'm glad to be here. First of all, thank you for inviting me on the show. Of course. On the esteemed uh, NLPS <laughs> podcast show. <laughs> the esteemed. It, well, we are award-winning. Look at behind me, right? I we, see that. We've got the award here. Okay. Um, let's let's just get into it a little bit here. As I always do on all of our podcasts, I always like to get to know some of our guests, right? Because people listening, you know, driving, working out, whatever, they want to know who I'm talking to. So, Zad, a little bit of history here. How long have you been with the district now? So, I started in uh, 2019. 2019 Yeah, already. so this is going on my uh, year four. Yes. So, pre-COVID, PC, pre-COVID. Well, uh, I would say... <laughs> You know, it, it seemed like minutes before COVID, <laughs> and, right. and and for a while it seemed like that that was my tenure here was yeah. COVID. But yeah. uh, but uh, those I'm glad I'm glad that that phase has passed uh, mm-hmm. and behind us, and we're moving on to a lot of different things now. Yep, very excited. No kidding. Well, and I'm uh, extremely happy to have you here. I've watched the IT department grow by leaps and bounds, and and the work that's being done out of the department. It's it's um, uh, do, you're doing a great job. So thank you for that. Thank you, Dale. Yeah, my Wi-Fi has never been better. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned that give people a good Wi-Fi. It's all they need. Yes, uh, I, I've, I think I've said this before on the podcast, and uh, you know, the kids at home, some one of the worst things that could happen is no Wi-Fi. The Wi-Fi is down, and when it goes down, it's like instant. You never see the kids all day long, not even for dinner or lunch. <laughs> Wi-Fi goes down seconds. They're in your face. Yeah. yeah. And, and then you finally realize uh, that you've got family that you can talk to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, well, while we're on that topic, talking about family, um, you have um, you have some kids in the system, right? I do. I have uh, two two yeah. girls in uh, in school here at nice. Nanaimo mm-hmm. and uh, doing really well. Yeah, Excellent. we like it here. Now, you've uh, before 2019, so before coming into the district, where did you come from? So prior to... Uh, my uh, appointment here, I was with the Cedar Sky School District. 
based out of Squamish. So we looked after Squamish, Whistler, and Pemberton. And uh, before that, I was in private industry. I was with uh, Global Television and Shaw Communications for quite a few years. Very nice. See, okay, so coming from another district, um, another beautiful part of the the, the province, right? Uh, smaller district, though, right? Quite a bit smaller. Quite yeah, a bit smaller. A third the size. Yeah. Oh, a third the size. Okay. Uh, and then uh, coming from uh, private industry, yes. So just like me, you worked in broadcasting. I did. Nice. Yeah, we. I feel like uh, I found a, 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 a brother here in the Nile. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I worked. Um, I worked for a competitor. I didn't. I didn't work for Global. Um, still, still, we can be friends. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I don't, don't feel bad about uh, always beating you in the ratings. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Okay. Um, you know, awesome. I, I love it, and and like I like I always do. I like to get to know. Uh, I like to share. Uh, you know who the person is that I'm talking with here as well. Um, you know a little bit of. You know what? What do you do? What do you like to do when you're not working? And I, I mean, I know we're always working, Zad. But uh, what are your hobbies? Well, I mean, I have a f- <laughs> I have a few. Okay. Uh, meaning really just a few. <laughs> um, but uh, there are so many things that I enjoy in life. Of course, my family mm-hmm. and my kids nice. uh, are the biggest priority mm-hmm. and uh, the most uh, give me the most joy in life. Uh, they're young kids. Uh, my wife and I started uh, a little bit later than most, and uh, and so they keep us young. Nice. Um, we we do we love the camping. I've got a, as you know, I've got a, an old uh, uh, Volkswagen bus, yes. and that takes up a lot of my time and yeah. uh, and yeah. passion. Uh, I've got a motorcycle, just like you, and. Yeah. Uh, I've been spending a bit of time on that, trying to get that on the road. There you go. Um, yeah, so any free time we get, we try and, uh, you know, enjoy the outdoors here when we can. Uh, such a beautiful location that we moved to uh, with everything at your doorstep. Yeah. You know what? I, I um, have to say, moving to the island from from the prairies, uh, I'm like you. I, I am in really enjoying the outdoors. I've been here for about eight years now, and um, it is one thing I remember when I found a doctor here when I first moved here. He goes, congratulations, you added five years to your life. And I'm like, what do you mean by that? He goes, you're just, people are healthier here um, in BC, on the island in particular. So uh, you made the right move. And then, um, you know, once you get that bike going, I think uh, people people will see us on that road together. Yeah. Right? Yeah, right? Uh, who are those two guys? What are Peter Fonda? And uh, <laughs> who am I thinking? What, what movie is that? I'm, I'm going to have to find out. Do you remember? Do you know what I'm talking about? Two guys on the motorcycle? Oh, geez, this is years ago now. Um, um, but Peter Fonda and, uh, oh man, I can't remember. It's okay. Uh, people at home listening to this, they're just yelling out the name of this movie and, and we just can't place it. Okay. Uh, the reason why we have you here on the show, Zad, and again, thanks for sharing some of the, um, some of your personal, uh, you know, personal stories. Uh, I, we, we got to talk about AI. Um, and this is a hot topic right now, and I think it's going to be a hot topic for a really long time. Uh, like I had mentioned, I grabbed that statement off of ChatGPT. Uh, those of you who don't know what ChatGPT, maybe that will be my first question. So maybe what is ChatGPT or what does it stand for? So it stands for, the GPT part stands for Generative Pre-Transformer, uh, sorry, Pre-Trained Transformer. Okay. So it's Generative Pre-Trained Transformer. Um, it's been a GPT and chat GPT actually have been around for a few years, oh. uh, 2017 ish, really? I'm going to say, okay. It just became a sensation months ago yeah. in November, December of last year, okay. uh, when it was publicly released and suddenly accessible to anyone, like, you know, any ordinary person could get on the internet, sign up for an account and start using this new AI mm. 
okay. called ChatGPT, which is you know and and uh, generative artificial intelligence. And you you talked about what AI is uh, in the opening here, but it's uh, there's there's branches of AI. This one here has to do with um, being able to put simply being able to uh, ask uh, the AI in natural language questions on just about any topic and have the, the let's call it the chatbot mm -hmm. respond to you in a way that is in almost indistinguishable from a human response on any topic mm -hmm. so you can wow. ask it a question in a little text box mm -hmm. any question you name it you want to ask about a general knowledge question you can make a request you could say write me a recipe with the following six ingredients yes that can be cooked and feed a family of four what? in an hour and a half come on you can ask it to write a poem mm -hmm. you can ask it to write a poem in a certain style yes you can ask it to write you a legal agreement uh, you set the parameters your prompt which is the actual context or the text of your request to ChatGPT can be many, many, many words long. So you can put all sorts of different parameters on that question. Wow. Right? Okay. Uh, you could ask it to <clears throat> to write you a rap. <laughs> I've heard that. Yeah. yeah. A song. Uh, a right? song. You can ask it to compose music. Wow. Okay. And what it does is the, so this is a pre-trained uh, LLM or or, uh, or large language model, okay. right? So AI is basically like you said earlier. It's the it's it's the ability for a computer system to uh, generate um, or, or or to behave in ways that really is associated with human intelligence, right? So perception, um, translation, right. um, uh, reasoning, those kinds of things, and the responses you get from ChatGPT are very much that natural language one. So it's got it's trained on vast amounts of knowledge mm -hmm. uh, basically everything that's publicly available on the internet un up until a certain point about 2021 right then that's when they stopped so that train that's a subset of data that was given it that was fed it yep. to learn everything that it knows um, ends in 2021 um, but what it what it does just like and, and we could talk for hours well mm, I could easily. I mean the experts yep. could uh, on how artificial intelligence actually works there's humans involved in developing these models and, and they use what's called neural networks, which is a way to sort of simulate brains, human brains, yes. right? Um, and, and machine learning, you talked about machine learning is the ability for a computer system to, to learn how to, from the data that it's been fed, to give you uh, 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 a kind of response that isn't programmed explicitly. Now, you know, when you took programming in school, you learned that you can write code, give computer a specific set of instructions mm -hmm. and it'll spit out to you uh, the results of your instructions but you had to get those instructions correct otherwise yeah. the computer is not going to work right and and I'm really simplifying this and you're probably going to get all sorts of comments on this but machine learning basically allows the computer system to learn how to respond to things without explicit instructions right on its own 
So, okay, um, you mentioned a lot of things here. And so, uh, I mean, we can, yes, we can easily talk about this. I've done a lot of reading. I've played around with ChatGPT, um, as many people who maybe are listening right now have, just, just to see what it's like. Okay, so you talked about um, learning, right? So neural network. <laughs> and, I, and I have to chuckle because um, there's some people who are afraid of AI, right? And, and is it because we've watched movies like Terminator, for example? Okay, this, this is a perfect example of AI, right? Artificial intelligence, you know, the robots taken over, and then all of a sudden there's this war, and, and it's, it's made, <laughs> the movies have made billions of dollars worldwide. So there's, there's, a, there's that piece of it, but there's also the beneficial piece to it. And I'll talk about the impli implica implications, rather, um, of what it has for education. We'll get into that a little bit later. And, you know, maybe, you know, we can't get through it all in this one podcast. We'll do another one. But I think that just a taste of what ChatGPT or AI or OpenAI uh, is, I think it's it's definitely, I think, our goal for this for this podcast. So, um, you know what? I, I see you have your laptop open. Maybe grab it because now, I'm, as I'm thinking, I was thinking of that movie right? Trying to figure out who was in that movie. So uh, I couldn't think of it. And this wasn't planned. I just we just started thinking of that. Um, and I'm going, okay, well, let's ask ChatGPT. This is very similar to if we use Siri or um, Alexa, like I'd mentioned in the intro, um, there's AI surrounding us right now, right? So if you're going on to a chat um, for you're trying to get hold of Bell or Rogers online and you're, you're asking questions, that's a bot, right? So that's essentially AI that's that's talking to you. It's not um, uh, jazz or somebody else talking to you. It's really the computer having that conversation. And I really, I noticed the, you know, I ask the questions and it'll answer as if it's a real person. And it's it's fascinating to me. Okay, now you've you started typing there. Did What did you type in? Well, I, I was anticipating that we were going to ask uh, ChatGPT about the movie that you were referring yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Right? So what, what motorcycle movie with Peter Fonda? Uh, you know, what's the name of the movie that had Peter Fonda in it? Well, so how about I, I ask it this? Okay, um, let's... What is the name of the movie with two men traveling on a motorcycles on motorcycles? Yeah. Uh, featuring uh, Peter Fonda, right? Yes. Let's see what happens. Don't let us down. So I, uh, I'm gonna have to. I logged into this this session quite some time ago. Okay, so, so you gotta log uh, back in again. Yeah. See, because I, I often use Siri, or I often go onto Google and, uh, and and does that as well, and 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 get my answers on there as well. So while you're doing that, you know, like I said, we're gonna be we're gonna be mentioning uh, a few different things, and so you a little you talked a little bit about specifically chat GPT, so conversational generative pre-trained transformer. Um, you talked about AI more specifically, um, and, and we now we're talking about other platforms. Let's, let's just talk about some, some comparatives. First off though, did you, were you able to log in? Well, this is what I did. Okay. And this is actually quite relevant. So okay. what I did is I, I, I switched out of chat GPT. Okay. Yeah. Because, uh, it's in such high demand. Oh yes, that you get booted out right sometimes, and yeah. then you can't get back in. Yeah. Now there's also a plus version which allows you to pay a small amount of money per month. Right. Right. That to gives you sort of front of the line access to it. Yes. But what I did instead of going through all that and logging in or whatever, create an account, I just went to a search engine called Bing. Now everyone knows about Google. Mm. Yes. And remember, you heard about Yahoo and Altavis in the old days. Now Bing is one of the le less popular. Has been one of the less popular search engines out there. Right. It's a Microsoft product. 
Yes. What Microsoft had done as one of the big investors, early and even present investors into ChatGPT, huh. they've incorporated yeah. GPT into their search. Really? So now you can go into Bing yep. and type in the question, what is the name of the movie with two men traveling on motorcycles featuring Peter Fonda? Yeah. Now, everyone in the world has done a Google search. You type that in, what do you get? You get a page full of yeah. possible search, search matches. They'll yes. take your search string, and with Google's engines, they'll deliver to you all matching websites. Yes. Right? With that, uh, with the possible answer. Okay. And what do you normally do? You see a little, uh, maybe you don't notice anymore, but you'll have a little counter at the top that says, uh, giving you the first 12 of 3 million res yes. responses. Yep. No one's ever gone through the 3 million responses. <laughs> they take the first two or three. Right. And what you do is you find yourself search, surfing from one sur one result to the next yes. to find out which website Google served to you actually does contain the answer. Right. Right. And there's all, I mean, Google is, is basically built on the model of, you know, advertising. So it's it's doing this for free for you, mm -hmm. right? You're not paying for it directly. Yep. But what they're doing is that the searches that you're getting from Google, what you're receiving, uh, often depends on, uh, or can sometimes depend on, A, uh, who's paying Google to be the first of the first right. few results yep. because it's advertising. Yep. And B, how popular are these websites the more popular websites out there the the more high the higher the traffic these websites receives the, the more chances they'll be in your first page or two of yes the right results. and that's a little bit of search engine optimization correct as seo i've exactly, heard that before right yeah. okay so now if you do a search engine and and and, uh, and and people are quite worried about this it's sort of disrupting the whole google search industry oh interesting now, instead of competing on that basis where you're trying to get people to draw, be drawn to your website to deliver you uh, so that you can deliver them searches and, and you know, uh, then start deriving revenue out of those searches. Yep. Uh, Bing has gone and said, oh, we're just going to put a little chat bot in there. Okay. And so when you ask a question, you have the option of going to the chat answer mm -hmm. and it'll serve you one answer. Right. Not tens or hundreds or millions of answers. One answer. The one answer that it's received or that, that is that is provided from its pre trained model. Right. Right? Okay. And uh, and it'll it'll also uh, provide you with references and things like that, you know, just to, to make sure that it, it's quoting its sources too, right? Okay. So the the answer here is uh, uh, it's one answer. The movie you're referring to is called Easy Rider. <laughs> there it is. It is a, 19, oh, it is a 1969 yeah. American independent yeah. road drama film written by Peter Fonda, Dennis Hopper, and Tim. Ah, oh, Dennis so, Hopper. So Fonda okay. and Hopper play two bikers who travel through the American <laughs> Southwest and South carrying the proceeds from a cocaine deal. Oh, okay. So so I'm not surfing through hundreds of pages no. to find that answer. Now, typically, I probably would have done gotten the same answer from Google, but I, but this is presenting me as a single answer and it's almost authoritative, right? <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> but it does yeah. it does quote the sources, so it, it's saying that's pulling it from you know footnote one, uh, Wikipedia, and there's a few other websites okay. that yeah, it's right, pulling right. that data from, right? And and this is and you can now, I can follow up, ask me a follow up question about that movie. Oh, okay, um, where was it filmed? I think we kind of know, but let's see. Okay, um, 
give it a couple of seconds to respond. Okay. Yeah. Can, uh, Probably gives you a few uh, few uh, answers, I guess, right? Mm -hmm. So, so how would you how sorry, so sorry locations? I mean, sorry. Yeah. yeah. So, so typically, when you want to have that follow, if you have that follow up question, you've, you've done your Google search. Yeah. You found your answer that it's Easy Rider. Now you have a follow up question. What would you do? You would you have to do. You it. would retype that yeah. whole question. Where was the movie? Right. Easy Rider filmed. Yes. And now you're going to search for multiple answers. Right. Right or multiple results. Uh, this chat session remembers what you've already talked about. So just so like ChatGPT, you're having a conversation. Same. Wow. With this, with this. Okay. Bot. Very so cool. It, so it, it converted my answer to my question: Where was it filmed? Yep. It now searching for where was Easy Rider filmed. So it took my question yeah. and uh, basically performed my search for me, gave me a single authoritative answer. The movie Easy Rider was filmed in various locations, including, and it gives me addresses, the 11,000 <laughs> Aviation Boulevard, Casilla del... Well, it's actually giving me... I actually hadn't read this yet. Okay. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, it's given if it's given us about 14 different locations around okay. the world in uh, Las Vegas and Madrid and uh, a whole bunch of other places. Come on. Yeah. No. Very cool. I don't know if all that Love is it. true, but it is, it is quoting the sources so I can go and... Okay. That. So you can validate it. Yeah. Um, I, I love it. And so this is so. And, and by the way, this is not a. Uh, you know, uh, we're, we're not saying Microsoft is best or ChatGPT is best. We're not getting any money for this. <laughs> I want everyone to know that. Uh, even though we are a Microsoft environment here at the office, but um, I've heard. And actually, I did look it up because ChatGPT obviously is one of the popular ones. But what are some of the alternatives? One of them came up as Microsoft Bing. Right. There's another one called Perplexity. Another one called Google Bard. I don't know if yeah. you've heard of those. So, so this isn't a Microsoft world at all. Yeah, right. Exclusively, um, you know, companies have been uh, some of the earliest uh, uh, investors into OpenAI, which is yeah. a company that owns uh, and you know uh, created ChatGPT. Yeah. Um, Microsoft was one of the early early investors. Mm -hmm. uh, Elon Musk was another. Uh, a lot of other uh, tech uh, type investors were involved. Yep. Uh, Google has been involved in AI for for many years. Mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, DeepMind, I can't remember the, the name of it, but that was uh, that's a lot of research in, uh, that Google has done into AI. Okay, but they've also followed up with a new uh, generative pre-trained transform model called Google Bard, okay. uh, which hasn't gained as much popularity. Uh, it doesn't hasn't proven yet to be mm -hmm. as uh, as proficient, but these things are changing every day so so yeah. uh, there are other other platforms uh, outside of chat GPT that um, I mean we've used we've used AI in so many different ways I mean face it it's almost it's almost uh, unnoticed now you know you mentioned Alexa really? and you mentioned yeah. Uh, yeah. Siri did. you know but even things like uh, uh, an image search you can do an image search right uh, you can take a picture on your phone okay. of uh, anything product uh, a flower uh, an animal and uh, upload it to um, an, a service that can use AI to basically do some image matching and things like that oh, come right on. very cool yeah I mean there's uh, um, examples like even your uh, your navigation you know your GPS navigation oh, yeah. autonomous right. driving you know talking about uh, self-driving cars and it's actually not talking about it they're actually doing it right that wow. uses AI okay right? So it's been around for a long time. Yeah. 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 Well, I even go back to thinking, uh, oh, uh, Kasparov, and he played uh, the computer with chess. 
and that must have been some sort of AI model. Exactly right. right. Yeah. And any yeah, almost any ago. game, yeah. When you're playing a game on your smartphone these days, yeah. you're playing chess, uh, and your opponent is a bot, that's yeah. using AI, right? Uh, some of the popular ones that are now that have been around for a while, but are just gaining some popularity because everyone is talking about ChatGPT and AI, right? Yeah. Uh, I've got written a few down here. Um, Jasper AI. This is a, a, a an application, a website that does content creation and writing. Mm -hmm. uh, there's uh, Dolly Two. Dolly Two is interesting. You 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 could you you and it's you, you can log in and it's actually also an open AI product. Okay. You can you, you want to create some art yeah. or some images. Go to Dolly Two. Type in using text a description of what kind of art you're looking for. Right, and it'll generate it for you. Oh, come it'll on. generate some samples for you, Unreal. for you to choose and then alter. <clears throat> okay, so, so um, it could be, for example, uh, give uh, you know, render me or draw me uh, uh, or, or, or create a painting mm -hmm. using in the in oil colors yep. in the style of a Neymar Renaissance painter, uh, with um, and you can set the landscape, you can set the setting and the foreground and <clears throat> describe it in text. And he'll do it for you. Really? Yeah. Now, and I don't, I don't know if you'd know this, but when you ask it, when you ask <coughs> it a question, right? So you ask ChatGPT, or if you ask, you use Dolly, and um, could somebody with the same question ask, and then would it come up with the same result? Like, like for example, if I said, write me, oh, I don't know, write me a poem about, uh, you know, uh, you know, trees or whatever it is. I mean, I'm, I'm not getting specific here. Um, could it could it come up with the exact same answer, or is it different every time? It's going to be different, really, <clears throat> because it actually is generating a response. Wow! It, th this isn't uh, explicit code that will that you know uh, like any if you took computer science or computer right. languages in, in in high school, whatever you knew that if you had a set of uh, programming instructions, let's say of twenty lines of code, yeah, you could just run that same code, repeat it over again. It's going to in fact the art was making sure that you get the same result every time. That was. That was a proof that it was working, right? Hmm. Um, with with uh, AI, <clears throat> you remember you're trying to you're trying to uh, create a system that mimics human intelligence, right? Right. So you, you're going to have a different response every, and you can actually try. It. You can go to ChatGPT and say, "Write me a poem on it," and give it give your content, your idea. Yep. Do it again, and it'll give you something different. Wow. It's generating it every time, but the the, the value there is to let me let me. Let me add some nuance to that initial question. So I, if I don't like your poem, if it's too short, I can say add another page. Or I can say, well, do, well, do it in the style of, uh, of Shakespeare. Wow. Right? And it'll change it, the same content, right? Okay, uh, so this really explains a lot of what I've seen um, online. And when, I'm, when I was researching uh, AI, or OpenAI specifically, uh, ChatGPT, um, you know, I, I would ask those types of questions, right? And I, I tested out asking a question the same way twice and it did give me a different response and so um, I thought that was I thought that was interesting that that you shared that and um, I, I want to get into and the reason why I asked that question is I want to transition into impl implications for uh, the education system and we've heard that uh, it can be used it can make essays like you said it can make recipes uh, a lot of it uh, can be done and within seconds when you ask it that question now there have been some uh, 
other organizations, <coughs> education organizations out there that have um, addressed this publicly and have banned it, right? And I can't recall exactly who. You probably know uh, some of them out there that have. Uh, I just want to know what what this means for for education, and 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 you know the reason why I wanted to transition to this, of course, is because we are an education institution. Um, but I did ask the question of what are the benefits of using AI in schools. So I'll get to that in just a little bit here. But I wanted to get your feeling on this. Let's go back to that original piece where implica implications for schools and um, you know those those organizations that have banned it. Yeah, so uh, I think early, uh, I mean, really this has all happened in the last few months. Right. Um, and earlier on, one of the first uh, major uh, respondents to this reality of ChatGPT or the implication of ChatGPT was uh, the New York uh, mm. Department of Education, mm, okay. who uh, who set who basically banned it. Okay, right? the the implications or the dangers, the risks of ChatGPT were too great for them to uh, to uh, to allow its its uh, adoption, I guess, yep. without some kind of uh, pause on it. Right now, I, I haven't followed that story much since then. No, me neither. Um, Italy, okay. as a country, as a country, yes, decided to ban it. Recently, I, I'm curious what the threats are. I mean, what what were so, you seeing? So there's, um, it's unknown, right? Okay. The possible implications are huge, positive and negative. Yeah, uh, I can tell you that even the creators of uh, OpenAI are saying we actually don't really know where this can go. I mean, it's 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 that powerful, and. It's not the end. I mean, it's only going to get more powerful, right? Right. Um, there are implications on things like biases. Yes. Right. So if I'm getting really, if I'm posing harmless questions on movies, what happens when I start posing really important, meaningful questions that uh, that would maybe influence how I think, vote? or have an opinion on major social topics, right? How are those answers going to influence me? Right. If I'm relying on that, that answer as a source of truth. And so what that, the implication there is, um, and, the, and the, the, the part that's really important is, is the governance behind the, the bodies who are adopting this AI. Right. What what are their intentions? What are what is their agenda? The creators of this AI. What what kind of bias have they have they have they added, hmm. embedded into the engines? You know, is it left leaning, right leaning? Yeah, is it right. Uh, is it uh, you know they have certain um, do they do they do they curate or 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 limit or suppress certain types of uh, content from being. Uh, produced as responses, right? So the implications are, are quite quite large from a societal point of view. No kidding, right? And, and still very new, obviously, right? Um, this this reminds me of social media in the beginning, and mm -hmm. how just open and free it was, and everyone was using it. And then, of course, through I don't know, U.S. elections, you know, you're getting people who are banned. Uh, you know, U.S. presidents get banned on Twitter, for example, yeah. right, because of how they're using it. And so uh, it's, I'm curious to see where this goes. And, and obviously, this conversation should continue, Zad. And I, and I do want to talk about that a little bit more. Um, let's, let's get back to specifics, though. Yeah. We have more. So, so the positives, yes. right? Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, 
there are there are there are tons of you know potential uh, positives mm-hmm. uh, in in all sorts of industries you know but in education uh, AI and you know ChatGPT and AI and other AI like it mm-hmm. can help do things like uh, help personalize learning. Mm-hmm. Uh, they can provide insights into the learning into learning progress, uh, which of course will help uh, student outcomes. They also have the potential to improve the efficiency of administrative tasks. You know, like any organization, we we have a huge uh, operational you know sort of burden, and uh, and and uh, things like AI and ChatGPT, if they can help with improve and make them more efficient, mm-hmm. you know, that would be again uh, a, an improved outcome for students right yep i mean even things like scheduling uh courses and grading you know so not replacing the the people the important people who are providing the education but that can free up more time so that so those people who are who are using up a lot of their time on such administrative tasks can be freed up to spend more you know to focus more on teaching and providing uh, personalized learning uh, data and insights. You know, the, the, this. You know, we, we produce tons of data in in our in our organization, um, and it's really the humans that have to go around and and structure all that data together, provide you know analysis and uh, give feedback and you know intelligence into how, for example, students are performing, where areas of needs might be, while uh, sophisticated learning model like an AI like a chat GPT could come in and do it uh, do it for us and provide us insights wow. with such speed and accuracy that that is you know unmatched uh, if uh, by humans if they were doing it themselves okay yeah so you know patterns and trends in student data things like that these are these are the kinds of things where the potential is so powerful yes yeah. uh, I'm with you on that and I think you and I maybe did sort of the same research when when I was looking into this I asked specifically I asked chat GPT what are the benefits of using AI in schools and a lot of what you had just shared so you talked about personalized learning uh, you talked about administrative efficiencies teacher supports um, it even came up with uh, improved student assessment which I think um, you mentioned a little bit predictive analysis right so analyzing student data and identifying patterns exactly what sure. you had just yeah. mentioned accessibility was another one so improving accessibility for students with disabilities mm-hmm. Um, right as uh, such as speech to text or text to speech tools absolutely yeah un- unreal and and there really is there is really quite a bit it actually gave me this last statement here overall the use of ai in schools has the potential to improve student learning outcomes support teachers and administrators and increase efficiency and effectiveness of educational systems so obviously tuning its own horn yeah. um, not speaking against ai at all but um, there's there's a lot of truth to this because i have played around with it and, and you clearly have as well and um, there there definitely are some benefits so you know thanks for sharing that piece yeah yeah i think it's just uh, important for us to to you know you you can't shut down the technology mm. it's it's you can't put the genie back in the bottle right right uh, i think our our success will be um will be when we've harnessed the positives we've we've uh, educated uh, everyone i mean students families you know our communities our mm-hmm. our teachers on uh, what you can do with this and and what you should be aware of you know the the uh, awareness of bias the awareness of uh, and and the and the measures you take to pr- to 
still safeguard things like privacy. Right. right? That's also a big uh, potential mm -hmm. risk with uh, with the data you're feeding into an AI. For example, how much confidential information are you giving it? So creating those guidelines and creating those uh, that uh, and providing the education so that uh, so that you're using it appropriately, so that you're 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 not uh, just letting it dictate how you're. Um, how, how you're going to respond to it, right? So mm -hmm. being a little bit at the forefront and uh, and em embracing it and educating people on how it can be best used. Uh, I, I think that's a great place to stop. I think that what you had just shared, um, very important, um, you know, obviously seeing the benefits. Uh, we've we've even heard from our superintendent, Scott Saywell, and he's he's spoken about uh, ChatGPT specifically with, with staff, um, encouraged us to even play around with it just to see what it is, just so that um, we know as, as educators or people that work in the office like you and I, uh, you know, people are using it, right? So how do we use it? How do we use it properly? Um, some people have said, well, is the district looking at banning it? We've had that, uh, you know, that conversation. Uh, there is no plan to to keep it out of um, out of reach for our students. And like you had mentioned, there's 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 a lot to it. People will find a way to use it, um, but but using it, uh, I think there definitely is a benefit. So, uh, thank you, Zad. This is this is great. We um, flew by. I think we're we're over thirty minutes already on this podcast, and we can easily talk uh, a lot more about this. So I'm going to commit to inviting you back into the podcast booth because I think we should continue the conversation. It'll be interesting to see where maybe if it's a, mi a month or two months from now, you know, what, what's new, what's exciting, what's different in, in um, open AI or AI just in general. Uh, so again, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thanks for coming. Um, and uh, you have yourself a great day, Zad. No, it was a pleasure. Thank you, Dale. It was a lot of fun. Uh, and I can guarantee that uh, a whole bunch of new things will have, uh, will have, uh, uh, taking place uh, the next time we talk about this. Thank you.